0: Hello, and welcome to the new Christian podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. And greetings and hello, and welcome to Series 2, Season 2, Episode 10 of the new Christian podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening all these uh, few months that uh, my podcast has been going on, and I want to encourage you to continue to listen. Ask questions if if you have any questions that you want answered. I'd be glad to uh, correspond with you and talk with you on all my social media platforms. Uh, You can reach me at my YouTube channel at Preacher Jim C., all one word. You can message me here at my uh, podcast uh, links. And you can also reach me on my Facebook uh, and message me there. And that is under Preacher Jim C. You can connect me there under Facebook. But let's get into this week's topic. And I'm going to talk about bargaining with God. You know, how many of you have ever bargained with God? Have you ever wished and prayed for God to do something? We all from time to time bargain with God we hope, right? We hope in what God will do for us. We make these bargains with God. If if you do this, God, then I'll do this. But we have to take that very seriously. My first point on this is God takes our promises very seriously. So be careful what you promise in prayer because God may take you up on it. You remember the story of Hannah in 1 Samuel chapter one. She so desperately wanted a child that she was willing to strike a bargain with God. God took her up on that promise and to Hannah's credit, she did her part. Right in the story, even though it was painful, all you know, although we are not in a position to barter with God, He may still choose to answer a prayer that has an attached promise to it. When you pray, ask God, ask yourself this will I follow through with any promises I make to God if He grants my request that's a tough that's a tough one to to ask or even to think about even our within ourselves are you prepared to follow through with what you ask God for in return for something that you do, are you truly prepared to follow through with it? It is dishonest and dangerous to ignore a promise, especially to God. God keeps his promises and he expects you to keep yours. Now, we all know that sometimes God doesn't answer our prayers or doesn't answer things that we want. He, and I've said this before, he answers prayer always, but only in one of three ways. Yes, no, and wait. Because there may be something better that he has in mind for you down the road that may answer that prayer and give you something much better than you could ever possibly imagine. My second point on this bargaining with God is our bargains rarely match God's promises, right? In Genesis chapter 28, was Jacob trying to bargain with God? Let's look at chapter 20, verses 22. It says this, Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will watch over me on this journey, I am taking I am taking and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear, verse 21, so that I return safely to my father's household, then the Lord will be my God. And this stone that I have set up as a pillar will be God's house and Of all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. See, he's bargaining with God. Jacob's bargaining with God. He's saying, God, if you'll provide these things for me, I'll build this pillar as a house of God and give you a tenth of everything that I have. But it doesn't work that way, folks. We we can't... A better way to say it is um, Jacob here is is half and half. Uh, A good way to explain it is he's giving God glory, but only if he provides the things that Jacob is asking for. You see, we can't do that either. We can't ask God for something and say, okay, God, if you give it to me, I'll give you the glory. But if you don't, I won't give you the glory. We can't be that way as Christians. We can't be that way as followers of Jesus. We give God God glory regardless of the outcome or circumstance. You see, it's possible that Jacob, uh, in his ignorance of how to worship and serve God, treated God like a servant, right? Who would perform a service for a tip? You know, it's as if Jacob is giving God this tip for service. More likely, Jacob was not bargaining, but pledging his future to God. He may have been saying, in effect, because you have blessed me, I will follow you. Whether Jacob was bargaining or pleading, God blessed him. In this story but God also has something difficult some difficult lessons for Jacob to learn and and he has difficult lessons for us to learn. it's like a parent you know a child ultimately wants to please his parents ultimately wants to do things that bless his parent and we as Christians we want to do that to God because God is our father right? We want to give God the glory. But do we always give God the glory? Do we give him the glory when we're in pain? When we're suffering? When we're uh, at a crossroads in our lives and, and not how should I say not not perceivably blessed by God? Do we still give God the glory? We should. My third point here is also thanking God is often better than bargaining. And that's my point that I tried to prove, that I tried to uh, explain just a minute ago. Thanking God is often better than bargaining with God. In Jonah chapter 2, verse 9, uh, it says this, but I with shouts of grateful praise will sacrifice to you what i have vowed i will make good i will say salvation comes from the lord obviously jonah was not in a position to bargain with god right instead he simply thanked god for saving his life our troubles should cause us to cling tightly to God. And that's my point. Not attempt to bargain our way out of the pain. We can thank and praise God for what He has already done for His love and mercy. We can thank God even in the most difficult times of our lives because we know that the ultimate plan for our future is much brighter and much more blessed than anything that we could come up or think of so God God's great bargain to us here's we'll change our, our topic a little bit God's great bargain to us rather than us bargaining with God what does God offer us? God offers us mercy you see food cost money. And it lasts only a short time and meets only our physical needs. But God offers us free nourishment that feeds our soul. How do we get it? Isaiah chapter 55 gives us a roadmap here in the first few verses. It says in verse 1, we have to come, to come before God. Come all you who are thirsty. Come to the waters and you will have and you who have no money come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk. Verse one, we come. Come before God. Those who are thirsty, those who are in need, come before God. Secondly, in in chapter fifty-five of Isaiah, it says to listen. Why spend money, it says, on what is not bread and your labors on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me, it says, and eat what is good and you will delight in the riches of fair. And next it says, seek and call on God. It says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. God's salvation is freely offered, but to nourish our soul, we must eagerly receive it. We will starve spiritually without this food as surely as we will starve physically without daily bread. See, really all we're saying is we have to seek after God. Seek his mercy. Seek his grace. Come before God. And then finally, God also offers his love. And this is my point for the entire message. God offers his love. The entire gospel, the Bible, comes to A focus in this one single verse. And we all know it. John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whomever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God's love is not static or self-centered. It reaches out and draws others in. Here in this verse, God sets the pattern of true love. The basis for all love relationships. When you love somebody so dearly, you are willing to pay dearly as an expression of that love. God paid Dearly with the life of his son, Jesus, the highest price he could pay. Jesus accepted our punishment. We deserve paid the price for our sins that we deserve and then offered us a new life that he has bought for us. When we share the gospel with others, our love must be like Jesus' love. John tells it in John chapter 13, 34, and 35. They'll know us by our love. And the word there is sacrificial love. You see, we must be willing to give up our own comforts and security so that others might join us in receiving God's love. So, bargaining With God, should be the other way around. God's biggest bargain is what He offers us, not what we can offer Him. And that's eternal life and salvation. The only thing we have to do is accept the free gift. And that's what I want to leave you on. It's not that we bargain with God. We ask God for things. God has given us all we need. We just need to surrender that to Him. We just need to accept that free gift of love that Jesus provides. Accept Jesus for who He is and what He did. That's the key. Eternal life and salvation is through Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ only. Nothing you do, nothing I do, nothing anyone can do gives us this eternal life and salvation. It is only through Jesus Christ and him alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, that we can accept eternal life or that we can get eternal life and salvation. It's a free gift. Won't you accept it today? It's Pretty simple, and as there's no magic words, uh, uh, and I'm not gonna hear. I'm not gonna tell you here that you just pray this prayer and everything's all right. Everything's, uh, you know, you're saved. Uh, in a sense, that's true, uh, but it's not so much the words; it's a belief in your heart. So what I'm saying is, you may say, "Lord, I am a sinner." You're repenting. You're repenting of your sins. Lord, I am a sinner. I know I need you to save me. I want you to come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. And I accept you now by faith and by truth that you are my Savior. And by knowing that in your heart, by believing it in your heart and your head, because the heart and the head are connected, you're saved. The Bible says that you have accepted Christ, you have the Holy Spirit living with inside you, but then the hard work begins. Then you have to live it out. God did not call us to salvation, to sit stagnant in our homes and simply just be. He called us to be light and salt in the world. He called us to live out our faith Actively outside the walls of our homes and most assuredly outside the walls of our churches, folks. We cannot stand idly by and just simply come to church once or twice a week and then it's status quo, business as usual. We are called to live out an active faith, believing and trusting in the Lord. Not bargaining for what we need, but accepting God's bargain. Letting God give us what we need. Not what we deserve, but what we need. And that's what I want to leave you with today. I want to thank you so much for joining me on this podcast over these last few months. And again, if you have any questions at all, you can reach me on my social media platforms, Facebook, YouTube, I have Twitter. Uh, all of my links should be on my podcast platform. You just go ahead and click on those and you can access that and contact me. I would be uh, It'd be great to hear from you, get your questions, help you through maybe this newfound faith. If you prayed that prayer and you've accepted Christ as your Savior, I'd love to hear from you. As, we, uh, uh, as I join you in this walk of faith in Christ together. And I want to thank you, and won't you be blessed this week as we share Christ together in our homes and our families. Be blessed. I want to thank you for joining me on the new Christian podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm uh, dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter uh, links Links are there. And you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C. My YouTube channel will come up and you can message me there. Uh, and I want to thank you for joining us and have a blessed day.